This video is kindly sponsored by Project Red. Check the link in the description to find out more. This video is made possible by 3D Musketeers, offering full-service product development, prototyping, and production, helping you make awesome from art to part. Links in the description. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's Meet a Maker. Hi Faye, how you doing? <laughs> Hi Billy, I'm doing pretty good. I'm very, very happy to be here. I've missed you. I've missed long. you too, but like I'm sorry. Two whole weeks. I know, two whole weeks. <laughs> I know. I have been out of action. <laughs> but today I'm super excited because we are both meeting Joe, the printing professor. Hello Joe. <laughs> hey Billy, hey Faye. How you doing? Oh this has also been in the making for a while. This has been this has been in the books, mm -hmm. in the calendar for for weeks as well, which means that I've just been kind of slowly building up anticipation <laughs> for it. So like oh, the bar is very high now. No, no. In in the meanwhile, in the meanwhile, you guys got to interview uh, uh, Andrew. You guys got to interview mm -hmm. Jay uh, Jarvan uh, J Ah uh, Jay. Yes, um, Jovan, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, he's on yeah. the cover of Make. I'm so sorry. That was my fault because <laughs> no, it's okay. It's I was West just Coast. Like, it's very so hard. Time poor and yeah, it was hard. He did have very specific times too, and I was like, oh, Faye's not gonna make those. <laughs> no, okay. So, so, yeah, okay. Jay is taking off, and I feel like I'm kind of a letdown. If we if we'd have done no, this, no, when we went to, like before this whole thing happened, I could have, I could, but now it's just like, hey guys, thanks for. Thanks for putting up with me for a little while. <laughs> You're no. both awesome. You're both awesome. But I'm very happy for oh, Jay. Shit. Cover of Make Magazine. Deserves so it 100%. Amazing. Yeah, his stuff is just chef's kiss. Amazing. Yeah. The, and the photo, the photo that was used mm -hmm. just absolutely just blew me out of the water. Honestly, I, as I was, I was actually, I was going to say to you, Joe, before we started and I actually didn't get the chance. So now I can, now I can say it for real. <laughs> I love the fact that you are well-dressed and well-presented because a lot of men don't feel like they need to, like they just, they don't have to. So they're very casual and there's nothing wrong with casual, just for the record, there's nothing wrong with casual, but I personally have a strong appreciation. I have a strong appreciation for, for men that, that dress up a little bit. And Jay Jorvan always looks so impeccable in his photos oh, and stuff like that, especially wearing his his makes, wearing his creations, but also with like a vest and you know a button down shirt, and he always looks really nice style. and presentable. So, but you style. you have come also very very kind of just polished up when you got your Mona Lisa tie, and the I just tie. wanted to let you know that I appreciate it. <laughs> I also I appreciate it, and I appreciate it. I mean, yeah. I, I actually didn't hold on for a second. We can we can. You know, take it up a notch if we wanted to. And just, Ooh, you know. is there a best? Wait, 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 wait. Does this have? have does it have the elbows? Does it have the professor elbows? Oh, no. <laughs> we will have I to show you a patch. Okay. That's a, that's <laughs> this a is wonderful. We can't see your elbows anyway, so we can just one with the professor pretend. elbows, though. I'm gonna get it. Well, Hell you know yeah. what? When the world actually, when shops actually open up here again, because hey, we haven't actually had shops in like two months now. <laughs> nope. um, when shops actually open up again, maybe I can find you one and I can send it to you because that is the uh, the the tweed jacket with the uh, with the elbow patches is such a thing here. Like it is a very English. Thing. So I'm I'm like so. I'm like super conflicted on this because one, I don't want you to have to deal with international shipping, but two, <laughs> I know you, you can probably it. find it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hundred percent. I'm there for you. <laughs> yeah, no international shipping is is, is super fun right now. Mm. Uh, but but those those jackets are very common here. So. Let me let me just like 
for a bit of of weird context, you know, I know that I know that Australia's on lockdown. I know that London's on lockdown. I know that New York and Los Angeles are on lockdown. Yeah, I've (laughs) never been on lockdown this whole time. In fact, my job got busier when COVID hit because just by weird coincidence, the makerspace that I work at at the library during the day flooded, broke. They had to. Yeah, they had to close it down, and so they're like, well, Joe, we're going to move you up to the Cirque desk, and working the Cirque desk in a library is a lot of friggin' work. Wow. So I actually have had to work more when everybody else is sitting there going, oh, I'm so bored at home, and I don't have anything. I wish I was you! (laughs) Literally, literally have not been bored for even a second. But no, I get what you're saying for sure. Yeah. Um, no, I think I, 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 I generally I've done quite made... well with the boredom situation. Yeah. No, I, I have <laughs> not had an issue at all. If anything, my issue is I need to stop having ideas because I keep having ideas before I've executed previous ones, and my list just continues to get longer. So well, it's and, a real. And problem. I think that that's really a good a good trait for a maker to have, and I think that a lot of people there don't have it. Problems. Well, <laughs> there a, lo- a lot of people, they enter this situation like, like COVID and stuff like that. And they're so used to not having time to do stuff that, and they've told themselves for so long, they don't have time to do stuff that now when they do have time to do stuff, they don't have time to do stuff because they told themselves that they didn't have time to, and it takes time to get out of that mindset. And the problem is once people start getting out of that mindset, they're going to lift the restrictions. Everybody's going to go back to work and they're going to be like, ah, I hate I this. Problems. What am I doing with my Big life? Regret. I could yeah. be baking. Yeah. <laughs> And then their glasses yeah, will break and they'll sit on the stairs of the New York library and go, but I had time. Capitalism will fall over. <laughs> what is that from? I, what is Twilight that from? Oh, thank you. I was like, I, as soon as you said it, I knew, like I could picture it in my head, but I was drawing a blank. Thank you. I, I'm, Billy, do you know that I, Twilight Zone episode? I've got a great episode. visual memory, but bad at, uh, bad at names. So <laughs> there, there was a Twilight Zone episode where there was a dude who was obsessed with books to the point that it was destroying his relationships. Oh. And he, uh, like, I don't know, was in a, uh, got stuck in a bunker just as the bomb went off and all civilization was destroyed and he survived alone and he comes out and everybody's gone. And the New York library is decimated, but he's got all the books in the world and he's gathering all the books so that he can just sit and finally just read. And then he stumbles and breaks his glasses because the Twilight <gasps> Zone loved an ironic twist. <laughs> no. The and, wild and thing is that has been, has been respun and retold so many times since yeah. then too like that i think maybe more than any other has endured. I think the simpsons did it um yep. a lot of people but yeah the, the line is but there was finally time as oh, he's sitting there with his broken glass there was oh, finally god. time oh gosh that's that's twilight, twilight zone i don't moment. think i've ever seen but it's like the proto black mirror right like black mirror is kind of like yes. it's more technological offspring right like yes yes and i mean twilight zone had a revival in the (laughs) 80s there was also the outer limits there there yeah and black mirror is definitely the latest incarnation of that idea of the dark and twisted what if stories Mm. but (laughs) twilight zones i think have held up extremely well Hmm. for the ones that i'm familiar with i need a new series Hmm. New, yeah, new, well, new. and I, I guess I guess perhaps if you like Black Mirror, 
then then I'd say that's that's an excellent excellent litmus test. Like if you don't like Black Mirror, I'd say you won't like Twilight Zone. But if you yeah. like Black Mirror, and if that sort of thing gets your gets your gears going, then I'd say Twilight Zone is is probably well. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about the Twilight Zone, so much TV back then was so slow. Its pacing was just really hard to watch. If you go back and watch like the original, the day the Earth stood still. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that robot is iconic, but man, that show is hard to watch. It's just really, really slow. I watched King Kong but, once. I had like the original, and I was like, "What? What?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah, in, in fact, yeah, I actually big confession. I uh, I can't watch old films yeah. most of the time because but the old Twilight Zones. The old Twilight Zones had like a half an hour plus ad break, so maybe 15 minutes to tell a big story. And so while their pacing is still like old TV shows, fairly slow, you feel like it's bombarding you and it doesn't drag. ADHD friendly. I like it. <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like Sesame Street fast, but it definitely keeps your interest the whole time. Sesame Street fast. Got it. Got it. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely read invented the two-minute cuts. Oh. oh gosh! Admittedly, there is a lot of TV now that that has um, like just a completely different, much much shorter format. Um, I still remember the first time I watched Adventure Time, and realized that the episodes were effectively five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's it, five minutes, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh. No, wait, hold on. I apologize. Ten minutes. There were ten minutes. I was thinking that there was two of them and they were ten minutes. No, there were ten minutes each and there was two two episodes per episode. And yeah, ten minutes. But now they've got stuff that, yeah, that is like five minutes and even shorter. And But it works. It mm. somehow works. These shows are not bad. They The pacing is good. And no, somehow the, they manage the to tell is, a story. They do. They got a good beginning, a middle, and an end, and they just get through it real fast. Actually, it's kind of funny because I uh, have been working on a project kind of on the side in my spare time, which is why it hasn't happened very quickly. Um, did Did you ever pay attention to Chibi Malls? Did you guys know about these? Your little, the little animals. You had lots of different the little ones, right? cute yeah, animals. Yeah, yeah. We I should start yet. talking about you. This is a good segue. <laughs> yeah, no, I, was, I was actually going to say at one point, I was like, hey, you know, actually. Uh, we still haven't heard who you are, what you do, what you're known for. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's tuning in for that. Everybody's tuning in to hear you too. So I'll just that bounce off of you. That is not true. Lies. It's, it's our powers combined. Yes. That, We're like Captain <laughs> Planet. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to be stuck with the heart ring, aren't I? Dang, come it. No, no. Uh, I think the, the problem is, Faye, you've already got the fire. It's true. Fire tiger up here. We've been talking about our zodiacs. <laughs> uh, it's not my fault. Not my fault. But no, please give please, us, yeah. give, give our audience, give give everyone out there a proper introduction now that we've, we've confused them thoroughly. With, yeah, no, with what's, what's the time count on, Billy? Really, guys, you need to put uh, a little thing on there. Minutes. Jump to okay, jump to eleven <laughs> minutes for the use. Eleven for, minutes for to the, hear the interview start. Yeah. Record. <laughs> it's a record. Tell um, us who you are. Tell us about yourself. My name's Joe. <laughs> I'm the three D printing professor on YouTube. I started making videos on YouTube uh, a while ago. Started getting serious about it, but much more recently. Um, but I've been doing three D printing now for nine, eight, nine years and started making youtube videos as a way to encourage other people to yeah get into it as well because i i truly believe that uh 3d printers are a technology that's going to change the world for the better um and in addition to that yep 
and to to fund my my addiction um recently <laughs> i've started working on uh kickstarters occasionally and a little while ago i did a kickstarter called low poly dinos that produced low poly dinos i'm not really clever with names <laughs> I was like, <laughs> ice cream? Is it ice cream? <laughs> oh, oh, this is should have been okay. ice cream. Yeah. Darn it! Yeah. Low poly dinos that are low poly dinos. This yes, the, right? with the low poly dino kickstarters. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that that one was funny because I said, you know, as long as the money's rolling in, I'll keep making dinos. Every X amount that's raised, I'll make another dino and. Man, I did not count on the generosity of people. So I ended up making 80 different dinosaurs. Uh, it was an intense month. How did you um, even pick all those dinosaurs? Did you make them pick? Because, like, well, that's a lot of so, dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I asked people, what's your favorite dinosaur? And, and the whole time, it was very interactive. And I was saying, you know, I put up five dinosaurs and let people pick. And whichever one was the, the winner got added and whichever one was the loser got taken out and I added two more back in and we re-voted over and over and over and over again. Um, which was, I mean, I learned more about dinosaurs during that month than I ever thought I'd do. I, I, I discovered a dinosaur called the Dracorex Hogwartsia. Amazing. Yeah, so that was Hogwarts discovered in the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. fairly recent. And and here's the deal. A couple of paleontologists went out in the desert, found themselves seven bones, said, oh, if we put these together in a certain way, it looks like a dragon. It's the Hogwarts dragon. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it Latin. Freaking, I want to be a paleontologist, man. Just find rocks in the desert and go, I yes. just discovered, you know. So my this. favorite dinosaur. Oh, sorry. You know, <laughs> you guys want to hear this. My favorite dinosaur is the Ostralovinator. It is a real yes. dinosaur, and that is its name. I think they pronounce it differently, but I'm sure they did it on purpose because when you read it, it is totally Ostralovinator. Uh, and yep. the best part is, you know how Jurassic Park had velociraptors, and they're nothing like real velociraptors because real velociraptors are like turkey size, like and they don't even... Yeah, so this one is like a real velociraptor and actually terrifying has even longer yep. claws it's amazing it is everything you could want in a dinosaur yep. and it's called australovenator and can you imagine if they did jurassic park with the australovenator and they're like oh no the australovenator is coming it was just just See, and, brilliant and, and that's why they have creative licenses because they, they just they couldn't they couldn't say that with a straight face they couldn't say it so good. They also hadn't no. discovered this until very recently, unfortunately. But the yeah, no. I follow the guy on Twitter who discovered it because it's it's very local to me. Like it's like I could probably drive to well, that. That's amazing. Place. Yeah. I, I saw <laughs> your tweet about that and was super excited because my my radar perks up every time Australia pops up because I and I think I've discussed this with you. My grandmother was Australian. That's right. And yes. so in my house. We had all kinds of Australian art and Australian stories and Australian music mm. all passed down from my grandmother. So of, of the cultures that I identify most with, Australian, outside of America, Australian is the one that, that I kind of identify uh, the most with. So yeah, That's at one point she was, she was doing some video and she laughed and, and I don't remember what it was. What were you saying? Like, like the thing that you were wearing made you look like something that I said, yeah, it makes you look like that and laugh oh, like I a kookaburra. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And I was That's like, right. it made you, you know look like cucumbers? a cockatoo and laugh like a kookaburra. <laughs> yeah. and, you, and you kind of freaked. You were like, how do you know kookaburras? I'm like, yeah, quarter Australian, you know? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Americans don't know kookaburras usually? I mean, I, I don't know. know. Billy seems surprised. Well, the other day I had a, co I talked about going to a mountains. This is like two weeks ago. And two different Americans were surprised to learn that Australia had mountains. And I was like, so sometimes what people know about Australia is like surprising to me. Um, <laughs> and I suppose we're as big as the USA. Lovely people who are well-educated, but just never occurred to them that we would have mountains. And I'm like, I mean, do they realize that Australia, if you if you took it off of the Mercator projection that it's always projected on and moved it over the United States. We're about the like, same size. Yeah. About the same size. My favorite you know, is Pluto. Florida would be sticking out. <laughs> yeah. My favorite is putting Australia and Pluto superimposed on top of each other. Because like Australia sticks out the side of Pluto. And now I'm like, oh, that's why they don't want to call it a planet. Okay. <laughs> It took me seeing that to make me be like, no, please. Oh my God. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's Fair. not really. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, of, of course, in, in Australia, uh, yeah, here's another part that everybody's going to have to skip because we're just, we're just palavering. <laughs> um, it's what we do here. But, but do. in Australia, you guys have got like, what, seven states or provinces or what do you guys call them? Yes. But, and and of states, course, in America. Yeah. Seven, yeah. In America, we've got 50. And so everybody thinks, well, obviously, Australia's not as big because they've only got seven states. Okay, first of all, their states are friggin' huge. All our states yeah. are <laughs> But oh I also God. love, yeah. I love how you can tell where the British naming stopped and the Australian <laughs> naming started. And do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, especially yeah. The, like even like smaller than places. We'll have like, we'll have like, I don't know. Oh, I'm trying to think of a good British word. But like Hawthorne, very British. Yeah. And then we'll yeah. have right next to it Belimba, which is an Aboriginal name for that location. And they're just like yeah. side by side. Will and Gabba. Victoria. Yeah, Victoria. Yeah. Okay, so here it is. In in you know, the, the British come along and they settle Queensland and yeah. New South Wales <laughs> and Victoria. And then they leave and the Australians take over and they're like, Northern Territory, Southern Territory, Western Territory, let's go have a beer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Done now, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Australian Capital <laughs> Territory, which is my favorite state because it's not, it's it's a city that we invented because si Sydney and you know, Melbourne couldn't decide who was going to be the state capital of Australia. So they're yeah, like, and we're like, fuck it, we'll just we'll build one right in the middle of both of us and yep. that can be the capital, which is such a childish, such a childish yep. way to it's solve that issue. <laughs> in the middle. And it's only it politicians and the people who feed Nobody them. That's it. That's all. Thing. So yep. funny. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. I actually, so... Part part of the reason why I wear I'm so comfortable wearing ties I'm I'm actually a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints and as a member of the Church of Jesus Latter Latter Day Saints I knock doors for a couple of years Mormons if if you yes yeah yeah and but I I had my mission in I think Singapore. Mormon, I know <laughs> um, so so I I went halfway around the world to Singapore, which was That's amazing. Yeah, wonderful cultural, uh, uh, and and got to meet people from all over the world because Singapore is just this port city that people come to. So I I served with a, an elder from Australia, from Tasmania, um, Elder Thayer, and 
you know, so I, I got to pick his brain and, and we met so many Australians in Singapore and Malaysia and stuff like that. And plus, you know, Singapore and Malaysia left me with a craving for curry that's never really been satisfied. <laughs> you're, yep. still, you're still yep. trying. You're still we have trying to get that mad. Great yeah, Southeast yeah. Asian food here. Yeah, we're yeah, probably yeah, spoiled yeah. in that department. Yeah. So <laughs> so, do do so not get, true. America does not know what to do with curry, you know? We got a couple no, of not, good Indian restaurants anyway. out here, but you know, we don't got like takeout. Oh, At least here in the UK, we've got good South Asian curry, like mm-hmm. because obviously colonies. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, uh, not 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 quite so much like kind of Southeast Asian curries, though. I love those incredible. Mm-hmm. Like they exist here, obviously they do exist, but like not like they do in Australia, I think. But yeah, dang. Curry. Okay, I'm just I'm just Curry. realizing. Okay, I'm so after <laughs> low poly dinos, <laughs> low poly yes. dinos, please tell us all about the things that you do. Dinos, back up. So I did the low poly <laughs> dinos, and that was really cool. And those models are still out there, and I should probably release. Like I I have the paid set of them, but I should probably release more of the unpaid set. We will link to people. both in the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, um, all the links. We'll, we'll just put a link to my store and you can get everything there. The next one I did was called Chiba Moles because I was like, oh, I'm making boy toys. I should make toys that are a little bit more attractive to everybody. And so I made these cute, fluffy, round little, this is my Fox Tallulah. And I'm, pretty, I'm playing with some flexible filament right Ooh. now. Oh, that's I love amazing. it. Uh, that's Churo incredible. the Armadillo. The ears did not survive <gasps> the printing process. Yeah, what happened to his poor ears? So yeah, cool. no, the, the flexible filament did not love it. Yeah, that is but he's so very cute. cute. What are you making them in? That's adorable. So I'm I'm testing out some uh of this polymaker or poly yeah, polymaker uh flexible what is it called? Polymaker TPU 90. Okay. And um what, they sent me a couple the, uh, of What's the shore? What's the shore rating on that? 90. Besides, it, there should be a letter too, something ninety probably. Uh, nine, yeah, it's ninety, but I don't know. TPU ninety. Ah, uh, they're um, they're they're taking the piss. It's they're cool. It's no a good color, though. Well, I you know I don't use like, I like a white, right? Mm. The polymaker color is like one of my colors, admittedly. I, yeah, I gotta say, polymaker are are filament alchemists. I don't know, they are really really good. But so far, you know, like I said. I, I need to not dial into print settings. Anyway, so I made Chiba Moles, and that did not do as well. People don't like cute little animals as much as they like low-poly dinos. So I decided for my next Kickstarter, I was going to go full boy toy. Like, I was going to go 100%. And so I made, uh, I've been playing with them over here, uh, a set of building blocks specific for 3D printing. Because, see, Legos, they don't 3D print very well. If your 3D printer is off just yeah. a little bit, the Lego don't work. These yeah. guys are designed to work well even with crappy printers and if your your tolerance is off or just a little bit now it's a combination of a a tiny little clip and a hole that prints on the diagonal that you know allows them to snap together and pull apart and go together and you can build them in six directions and it's pretty yeah i love the diamond yeah and that's such a functional but beautiful little element yeah i was just i mean it kind of it kind of creates if if i hold it at the right angle like just that creates its own icon you know yeah no absolutely that's yeah that's nice well done um and so the first 
Uh, and you can download these online. They're free. Uh, the main, the basic set. But if you want to have the accessory set, those I'll charge you for. And I have built accessories to turn them into Rightly awesome so. robot monster cars that and so tanks cool. and uh, mechs. And I'm going to be. And so the next Kickstarter that I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do some more accessory sets for these, and I'm going to make them animals. We're going to have like giant robot lions say. and tigers and bears. I love the the well I was gonna say Minotaur, but it's actually just a cow head. But it makes me think yeah, of a yeah. Minotaur. <laughs> yeah, no. Because yeah. it's it. a cow head on a not cow body, I think. Yeah. It's like it's a lot that's still there. close to Minotaur in my brain. I mean I got nothing like dragster. Bit, I think the tour bit is the, yeah, the tour. cow bit. So it could just I be think like, you're right, yeah. like car well, tour, then. but no, I've also got, uh, as far as robot heads that I made, <laughs> yes. uh, there was a vote coming oh, in for nice. a unicorn, so we rocked that. Um, there was there was a vote, like, I've got a generic, just, you know, your average Power Rangers robot head. Sure. That's cool. um, yeah. And then, and then you know, I still, I've got like that, I need to have all representation, so I made like a woman's head mech. Cute. He's got like... Cute. I like yep. ponytail. And then actually there was a huge boost from Naomi Wu. So I took her scan, I low polyed her, and I made her nice. a that's so awesome. I got a Naomi Wu head in there. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I also now I have I have a question. I? question. I have a question that might be even a slightly slightly provocative and or thought-provoking question. Okay. So you said that the low poly dinos did incredibly well. Um, and then you did the, the chibi molds. And that didn't do so well. And so you kind I still of love circled. them. They're adorable. I, yeah. I like them too. I think they're really cute. And so like my question is, is do you reckon, do you think that the chibi molds didn't do as well, perhaps because a lot of this, a lot of kind of tech related stuff and and things kind of because 3D printing is very much a kind of tech STEM sort of thing, which is a subject that is still denied heavily to girls. Yeah. Do you so reckon let me, let me, that the chimimals didn't do as well, maybe because of that? Let me let me um deflect like said, an like, answer and come back around to this because okay. I okay. recently had an experience. Um, I, I did a video recently that did incredibly well. The analytics loved it. And I think the analytics loved it, not because it was a good video, but because it was controversial because I made a slip of the tongue. I was oh. talking about, well, and also I was bagging on Prusa and Creality in the same video. So, so the SEO <laughs> That's was just wild. like basically everyone, everyone was angry at you. <laughs> My next video is also going to try and piss everybody off, and I'm not meaning to. It's just a thing. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the point of the video was every time you every time you ask people for a recommendation for what 3D printer to, and I see this on Facebook like five times a week. What 3D printer should I get? Everybody says mm -hmm. the same two printers: get an Ender three or get a Prusa. Mm -hmm. And usually, the, somebody will jump in and say, "Get an Ender three and somebody will say, "No, get a Prusa." And yep. my response to that is, "Those are great." Printers, Ender 3, fantastic price. You're not going to beat it. Prusa, well-engineered machine. And putting it together is an experience that will educate and bring you closer to the machine. 
but these are not the best choice for everybody. And in the video, I made some comment about if you look at the demographics of the people who make those recommendations, they're the same demographics that watch my videos. And here's where I made the mistake. I said, mostly white, mostly male. Which is true. Most is a very vague amount. <laughs> yes, but a lot of people, a lot of people thought that I was saying that 3D printing, that girls can't get into 3D printing, which as, as I went on, no. And, and also that black can't get into 3D printing. Also, and as the video went on, I actually went as far as saying, we need to think about 3D printers in a way that will open it up to more people. To which the people who didn't get upset at me thinking that they said that now all of a sudden thought that I said, oh, you're saying that we need to have more, we need affirmative action in 3D printing. Like, why do the analytics love this one? Everybody's pissed. <laughs> it's such a hard discussion to have. It's so yeah, difficult. It and no matter what you say, people and, will and have the strong opinions. That wasn't my intent. Yeah. But because these knob gobblers came out of the woodwork <laughs> I'm sorry I don't have much charitable to say about these people <laughs> but because they all came out of the yeah because they came out of the woodwork and were like eh, you know three, I had one dude his comment was why are you bringing race into this 3D printing and football are the only places that race shouldn't even enter into it and I'm like wait what senior <laughs> boys taking a knee Wait, yeah, what are you yeah. me? Yeah, wait, wait, well, 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 I think people who say that sort of stuff just literally don't know what it's like to be discriminated <laughs> against. Like they just and they and they think they, they do because they were bullied in high school and they think that's the same thing and it's not. <laughs> it's just not. If you think that in the audience that you understand being discriminated against because you were bullied in high school, you don't. So listen to people no. who are talking. No. Like <laughs> Yeah, there is, yeah. is there's so, a lot of truth So that. while that wasn't my intent, I have had to back up those statements and say, uh, you know, there there was one guy who's like, 3D printers don't care who's racist. And I'm like, you're right. They There's don't. So where's the problem? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the people around. <laughs> you know, and, and, it's the same thing, <laughs> and it's the same thing in computer science. There were a lot of mm -hmm. women at the beginning of computer science. Ada Lovelace, Grace That's Hopper. invented it. <laughs> <laughs> very much i mean mind you it was it was babbage was also in there there were a lot of men in there as well but as soon as the nerds started squatting it um i gotta gotta get something it's very important they they made it a hostile environment for the women and of course they're not going to say yes there's a great book i highly recommend this book like it. i don't i don't know if this it might be in reverse but yeah it's it's the thrilling adventures of loveless and babbage and it's it's fantastic the mostly true story of the first computer. Highly recommended. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> what, what, what's funny is his computer was never actually built. Um, oh. Although I have. Um, but she also kind of died young and in, in a not good way. Victorian so. times, you know, she was wearing a corset when she worked out that logic. That's like a very, wasn't it before? It was before the 1900s. It was 1800s. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like high. She very much invented the first computer 
so and far before actual computers were well, actually, invented. So, so her contribution, like and this is this is interesting. Her contribution was not the computer. Babbage came up with the computer. She came up with the idea of making a symbolic programming language that you could make the computer not just do computations and calculations, but actually like maybe think just a little bit about what it's doing. Mm-hmm. And of course yep. it wasn't until uh, um, Turing and the Turing machine and things like that, that it started to actually come into reality. And then Grace Hopper's contribution, she wrote Fortran. So it's interesting to me that the men, and, and again, this is an overgeneralization, and it could have happened either way, but it's interesting to me that the men are putting together the hardware and the women are going, can we make this a little bit, I don't know, smarter to use? You know? <laughs> and again, that's 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 not making, that, that's just an observation. I'm not totally saying it not had to go that way. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I have opinions. <laughs> but let's just so say that, I agree with you, Joe. Yeah. I'm and, with you and, and in that video, I said, you know, there there are easy to use 3D printers. I love my FlashForge uh uh Adventurer 3. I love all of the printers that FlashForge makes because they put such a good emphasis on making it so easy to use. And I mean the Adventurer 3 is right here. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Listening to mm-hmm. us. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, that is very because I can sit on my computer and go, I want to print this thing, run it, and there's a button in my slicer that says print it. And I hit that button and the printer goes, okay. I don't have to run an SD card or nothing. It's so stupid. And I will definitely say on flashboards. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I will definitely say that I wouldn't take back it. Be, a flashforge being my first printer because it was very easy to use when I knew nothing. I did eventually. I felt like I outgrowed it. Outgrowed it. Outgrew it. It yeah, also wasn't yeah. an adventure. It was a finder, which are this big. Um, and yeah, I wanted they're, to. They're not great. Bigger. Um, but it was, it wasn't, I I always refer to it as baby's first printer. Like it was Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a wonderful first step into 3d printing when I knew nobody and nothing because it did just work. And so, yeah, absolutely. And there's, there's a lot of fail points in 3d printing. If you like, if you get a Prusa and you don't want to put it together, you're done. And if you get a Prusa and you do put it together. No, I cannot. And, and if you put it together and you don't find the community to help you fix the problems, you're done. No, if you get it together, then you've got this great experience of putting it together. And if you find community, you've got a lot of great friends and everybody who's defending it is like, but the community is important to this. And it's, I wouldn't trade my experience for the community. And I'm like, yes, I, I wouldn't you want you to, to find it. But it's a fail point, and it shouldn't be a prerequisite to using the dang thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that was the point of that video, but it ended up being a whole discussion about why aren't there more minorities and women and people who are not cis white males in this? And and, and that's, yeah. I mean, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here with two, you know, not males but y'all are <laughs> white, but nevertheless, 
there are there are a lot of people of a lot of variety, but I would say that like eighty percent of it look like me. Yeah, I would agree. And the funny yeah. thing is, is that we actually have the three of us here. We actually have tools at our disposal. We have analytics tools at our disposal that mm -hmm. actually confirm this. This yeah. isn't just a we're looking around, seeing three people and going, oh yeah, it's all white dudes. It is actually provable. It is it is yeah. provable with, with data because and so, and so the question is information in their YouTube profiles yeah. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We can see where people are from. And I've done surveys on the subreddits and stuff as well. Yeah, like yeah. like the 3D printing Discord, we've done surveys and there are three percent women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and so and so all of this yeah. circling back around, do I think that Chiba Malls did not do as well because the audience for them who are 3D printing uh, not boys is very small. More than that, I also think 3D printing boys who are willing to pay for a package of 3D print models, very, very, very small. It's and a, I think that's that the majority important metric. I think that the majority of people who are backing up that the Chiba Malls Kickstarter were supporting me because they like my YouTube content, not because they like that particular project. Um, so, yeah, I I do I do think that there you know that that Chiba Malls was not the right uh, project for the audience, and if I want to make money, I have to make boy toys. Okay, which is a shame. Because I I bet there is okay. a market out there for Chibi Mills, but they're somewhere else. And yeah. you'd have to reach much further to get to them, which so sucks. Two things. Two things. Uh, it's not that big a shame because these are freaking awesome. They are. I mean, they're sure, you're, still making, yeah. you're still making money. <laughs> it's, nice, but, it's nice if you don't have to necessarily tailor what you want to do to what you think people will pay for. Mm, mm -hmm. But that said, um, I think that there is a market for Chiba Malls, and I definitely want to pursue that market. Neopets. Oh my god, Neopets did so incredibly well. There is a well, market for I sure. Still have my Neopets. I have account. another 3D printer over here that I haven't done the video for, but will be soon. I don't know if you guys can see this little monstrosity. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I, do I know what this is? This looks familiar. It's hiding in the corner of... There it is. I mean, like, oh, it's literally so nestled. Cute. The toy box. Now that 3D printer, I think, is going to be the new market for the cheaper malls because I have never used a 3D printer that was easier. You hmm. you you, you hey, literally pull you up the app and you go, "Ooh, I want to print this," and it starts. No settings. No slicing. Wow. No slicing. Now the technicals of how they achieve that is they pre-slice all their files, which they can only do if they only have one type of 3D printer. They cache mm -hmm, them yeah. on their website. Your 3D printer hooks up to their website, and their website says, hey, 3D printer, here's G-code, print it. And it goes, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and because it's the same printer, it, there's no variation, they can... You know the G-code's going to work every yeah. time. Exactly. And, and it's brilliant, and I love it. And at the same time, I, I have some suggestions. No doubt. You know, As like, you yeah, I, I feel like they should, I don't know. First of all, I would love this interface to, like, just be a little box that you could plug into your Ender 3. Mm -hmm. You know? 
I would love to have an offline option that I could have on my computer, but just as simple, just say, I want to print this and have it go. And hey, yeah. you know, if you want to make me real happy, uh, interface, make a little blender plugin so I can say, click file, print file, and it will take that 3D uh, model and it will slice go. it up and fix it up and send mm. it to the printer for me. You know, yeah. also it would be that nice would be. if it were a little bit bigger because I think it's build volume is like 80 by 80 by 80 millimeters. Wow, oh, even wow. resin printers are bigger. <laughs> Dang. That like, might be like, the smallest. Yeah, like, fine for that, and only that. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. again, I thought the, the finder was small, and it's like double that. <laughs> like, that's bad. That's. But that's, at the same time, wait. I think that that is the sort of market that cheap malls would do well on, because kids would be like, ooh, I want to have, have these animals, mm. and just hit it and go and have a toy i also think that uh this market would do well if they were pre-made toys so what i'm going to be doing with chiba yep, malls what yep. i've been playing with doing with them is that's going to be my tiktok videos i'm going to make little cute little chiba mall animations there you, I'm go. Gonna make, yeah. you know them doing little things on the farm and, and pulling up and, and cute little animation and you that know is, one that minute is animation boom yep Yep. That is awesome. I love that. That'll be adorable. Hell and I'm yeah. also going to have an ARG embedded within it to uh, get the adult interaction. <laughs> oh, like a joke that only adults no, get? No, 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 no. no. Uh, ARGs are augmented reality games. So every once in a while, there will be like a glitch in the video. And if you look closely, there will be a code embedded. And if you decode that code, it will lead you to additional information and additional lore and what's going on behind the cheap moles. And could it be demons? It's not demons. But, yeah. <laughs> I love this. I love this. <laughs> that is so you already fun. Have the, um, the AR ba backend figured out for that? Maybe a lot more than I probably should have. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Amazing. See, okay, so I'm I'm the sort I, of mind I worked that... in AR at one point, so like I am I'm a, a slightly more familiar with what goes into it than a lot of people, and I think yeah. a lot of times they're like, oh yeah, AR. Like I'll just totally do an augmented. Do you know what you need to do first? <laughs> do, you, do you do you know what is required for this? I mean, I I, no? I, I don't know. I could I could let you in on the doc if you want to give me some feedback for it, but then then you wouldn't have a chance to learn it yourself and in, in real time as we you know uh, unleash it. But it's probably gonna take me three years before I finally do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll forget it by then. If you show me now and then it happens in three years, I won't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> So, so the deal is, I'm the sort of I'm the sort of artist that I start uh, doing it like a sketch, and in the time that it takes me to do the sketch of what I'm drawing, while my hands work and my brain is going, hmm, what's the backstory behind this whole thing that I'm doing, and I end up, and so when I was coming up with the world of Chiba Malls, uh, I think the thing that really, oh, look at that, there's there's some Chiba Malls right here that my kids play with all the time. Ah, uh, but when I made yeah, when I made the tractor, um, I was like, huh, I don't want to have uh, like a smokestack on my tractor because the world of Chiba Malls wouldn't have like pollution. And then I was all of a sudden yeah. like, well, what is the world of Chiba Malls? What? How does this exist in reality? And Four from this. Four hours later, <laughs> there's a backstory written and possibly an RPG. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No. You shouldn't hang out with me. I'll. I'll. I am an enabler. I'm an, an I'm enabler. An enabler. 
actually, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad that they're there because I forgot to <laughs> grab many chibi malls. Hold on, let me grab these real fast. Yes, <laughs> do it. Like, yes, please. Two minutes oh, of dead time. Give <laughs> them on your shelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so cute. I love it. I love this whole I, idea. I, I am, I am grateful. I am grateful that we got that we got a good thorough answer to my question because I knew it was not an easy question. Kibitz. It was mm-hmm. a difficult, a difficult question. So it is definitely. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you answered my my challenging question thoroughly and honestly. <laughs> hi, hello. You want to oh, say hi? It a it's adorable. Oh my god, I love it. That's keeping oh, all turkey. Uh, this is this is the chicken mall chicken. That oh. is so cute. Oh. And then this this was the 3D printed barn with embedded hinge. Oh my god, these are so cute. I need all of them. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll hook There's you up. Totally a market for this. And then and then this is the, the tractor had a little shift on top, but it's also like bulbous and chub- and see, no no smokestack. Yeah, and it's got a little face. It's got its headlights kind of look like a cute little it's perfect it gives off no co2 what are you doing is this your cat <laughs> yeah. being cheeky she is, she is being cheeky she's like so yeah, climb my, up on the box. my goal <laughs> is to learn blender animation so that i can make cute little animations of these characters walking around and doing these and i have written do out hmm? do you model them in blender yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah i model all my then, stuff in blender then, then yes, hundred percent. You can learn how to animate. Yeah, no, no oh. I already. Have, I I did a test animation already. It was garbage. I need to do a better one. Um, but yeah, and, and little one minute animations, and that's the future of Chiba Malls. Is I'm going to be putting these on TikTok and building an audience for. And I have written out. I'm not kidding you. Like an eight season, um, quest for these characters I... to go on to explore different worlds in chibi malls and each one of them is a new modeling project for me so it starts on the farm it goes to the jungle i think i go to australia after that down underland is what it's called down underland uh, yeah that makes because, sense because because australia has such a a uh, uh wealth of unique animals mm-hmm. and you know i love them uh so we're gonna have platypuses and cat and you know, uh, cockatoos and and kangaroos and all sorts of stuff like that. Yes. Um, and 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 I've literally mapped a globe, and each of these worlds is is a uh, a section of the globe, and I've mapped the path that they're going to go around the entire oh sphere up God. to the Arctic. I love to plan this all out. I love uh, that this is all planned this out. This is wonderful. It's this all planned so out. Great. I just need to execute. You can do it. I believe in you. Time, <laughs> Time is, is absolutely a thing. I'm familiar yeah. with it. Or the lack but the of other thing is, I'm also planning on releasing the ARG clues uh, in layers. And the ARG that's going on behind this whole thing, um, I've, I've planned it out so that it can happen uh, as as it's going and like at this point the clues are going to get more complex, but hopefully at this point this thing will take off and it will be self-sustaining, and then I can put more effort into the clues. And like, you'll you'll decode the codes, and it will take you to maybe a glitchy video clip of something. And then at the end of the season, I'll release the whole video. So you know, 
That's fun. That's fun. I remember when the Harry Potter website first came out and there was like little mysteries and stuff that you could solve on it. And everyone was nuts for that. We loved yes. it. Yeah. That, that's yeah. the idea behind an ARG. I think the first one was for Halo. Uh, oh, there was yeah, a website yeah. called I Love Bees or something like that. And it turned out that the rogue AI in Halo had traveled back in time into a bees website. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, look up, look up. I love bees. It's it's fascinating, but that huh. kind of started the whole thing. And then Portal did an ARG after that, and now everybody's doing them. And now they're going to be cheaper moles. So that's yeah. Awesome. Uh, there's uh, augmented reality is still very, very interesting, and still feels very sci-fi. I think to a lot of people. Yeah. it's been around for a while now. Um, it's definitely not a super new technology. There's still all there's it, there's a lot that can be done with it. And I like the idea of subtle augmented reality inside something else as opposed to it being the main focus because it can also be super gimmicky uh, when it's it can like... Be, it, it can also be, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm concerned about that. Now, I'm also concerned about, uh, like, I want people to get the wrong idea. Right. Yeah, well, I want people to get the wrong idea about it, and so the hints that I'm going to drop are going to be intentionally misleading a little bit. But at the same time, I this is a children's show, and I don't want people... Like we talked about TikTok and and Roblox and all of these are like people are doing awful things with this. And if the rumor comes out that they're all dead and actually in hell and demons, <laughs> like that's going to get on the news, you know. <laughs> well, let's not do that then. Yeah, <laughs> you might end no up with the My Little money. Pony friendship is magic on your hands, where there's a strong adult community that kind of took it their own direction and then the, i don't know how they handle that <laughs> that would be really hard I, from a, i do from a, i do not look forward to the day when i discover that there's a rule 34 page for cheap moles <laughs> uh just just don't look man yeah look. just never google no. it never google you know it. i can i can know that it's there <laughs> and not have to look at it yeah sometimes it's better to not know though <laughs> Sometimes ignorance is bliss. Well, that's what rule 34 is. It just doesn't matter if you know or not. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? It's, it's really funny because I feel like, like I, I get the impression, I guess, ro rolling back slightly to your, um, your, your provocative video. Um, I imagine that that has perhaps not been the most fun uh, experience, or at least dealing with the aftermath not necessarily the video itself but i think that it is a fantastic thing that you are the person who is kind of like yeah you know what this thing that we all know but want to acknowledge right here this thing <laughs> yeah it's a thing it's a thing and, and and it sucks that that even even somebody like that that basically that nobody is nobody is exactly spared from um, online abuse. It, it does it does seem to affect uh, the best of us, uh, and and then kind of in a in a scale goes up well, from so there. The the sad reality is that if we're going to make any progress in equality racial gender otherwise um it's the people who are by default at the top that are going to make the difference 
uh, I don't know if you ever heard the story, but uh, the 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 I'm going to get the details wrong, and and hopefully somebody's going to get really upset and correct me. But I think it was the Black. <laughs> Maybe Panthers. they'll just correct you without being upset. <laughs> it happens. I think it, was the, I think it was the Black Panthers. Were the Black Panthers and Martin Luther King concurrent? I don't remember. Oh, uh, this is civil God. rights in America. My history with dates, or, okay. or sorry, my, my memory for dates is really, really bad. So, so I am not the person to answer this confidently at all. Not and, and, yeah, and, and I, had a, I had a friend of mine uh, tell me this story, and I thought it was brilliant. So I'm going to tell it the way that I remember it, and if I'm wrong, somebody will correct me in the comments. But the Black Panthers were trying to gather data to prove that there was not just systemic, but actual, like, overt racism in the government they couldn't get nowhere on it until a couple of white people who were you know hip to their cause dressed up put on nice suits and walked into the cia yeah if they were black they would have been stopped at the door oh yeah because these were a couple of white folks they let them, and, and they were wearing suits. They let them in. Nobody like, stopped them. And they found the documents that proved that the CIA had blackmailed Martin Luther King to try and get him to stop with, uh, with threats of exposing some possibly made-up uh, sexual misconduct um, claims. And it was yeah. only possible because a couple of white people decided to take the cause of equality into their own hands and take advantage of the fact that as a white person, we're allowed to just walk into, you know, the CIA. Not that they're they, allowed to walk into the CIA anymore, but... No, now that's probably changed a bit. But they, they made the conscious decision to find a way to use their privilege in a helpful and useful way. Um, yeah. And that is, I think... Because that, that is the thing, isn't it? Yeah, we're we're going here today. Sorry, folks, this is happening. <laughs> I came here with my sassy pants on, and uh, they haven't gone anywhere. Your sassy so, pants yeah. and your rainbow sweater. Yeah, no, it's I'm amazing. Full of it today. Full of it. <laughs> the, the thing you about are literally Chris, wearing it on your sleeve. <laughs> I love this sweater. I I, I want to wear it all the time. It's now. beautiful. I do love it. <laughs> It's actually comfy too, which is just like <laughs> that's always the the just the best when something looks good and is comfortable, which doesn't happen all the time in women's clothing. Like, let's be real, it's, it's not the most common thing. It's always a nice thing. Oh yeah, and it was cheap, so like yeah, trifecta, trifecta. Anyway though, <laughs> privilege. The thing with privilege <laughs> is that you don't choose to have it or not have it. It is no. a thing that you you have or you don't. You can. You can be privileged in certain areas and not in others. Um, this is the whole idea of intersectionality, that these things stack, you know, that they stack up, they influence each other. These things don't exist in a vacuum. But you can't help the privilege you do or don't have. But what you do with it is what you can control. Absolutely. So yeah. I can, you know, we, you cannot help the color of your skin. Sure. hundred percent. Um, but you mind can... you, if I could, I would absolutely choose white every time. <laughs> it's, it's it's certainly easy mode, you know. Yeah. Like it's absolutely easy mode. It's it, yeah, like it, there's no denying it. 
Okay, you and, say that, and all of a sudden I'm like, wait a second, at the beginning of my life, did I choose easy mode? I am a scrub. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends. Sitting up there in heaven, and it's like, so which parents would you like to choose? And you're like, easy mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like it depends on if you've, have, if you've seen Soul, and if you subscribe to that whole model um, of, of, yeah, just kind of choosing some stuff beforehand. But yeah, what... You, you can't necessarily help the privilege you have, but you can help what you do with it. And so right. using it to help people is a great thing. I know it's, it's, it's something that is very important to me personally, because I know that there are certain areas in which I have it and certain areas in which I don't. And so the, one, the areas in which where I have it, I, I would like to use it for good. And then the areas in which I don't, you know, I definitely appreciate when other people step in. So it's, it's a... It's that having the serenity to accept what you can't change and the wisdom to change what you can. Yeah. You know? So it's... And that's... A, and, and admittedly, that is a thing that is tough for a lot of people to accept because <laughs> I think that when you've been hurt, regardless of how or where or why... Um, you have a tendency to feel like you're owed something that, you know, you've been wronged, you've been hurt. And so therefore, like, and you blame somebody you else for it. Break. You should yeah. be given a break because you've yeah. been hurt. You know, where's my, where's my break? And, and so in that kind of that hurt and in that pain, people sometimes tend to forget that, first of all, everyone's hurting, <laughs> just, just kind of. Like everyone's Every, going through everyone is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. Yeah, so be absolutely. Kind. But also all of the things that potentially could have gone wrong but didn't because of X privilege. So it's very it's very easy to kind of, I think, lose perspective. Yeah. And it's good to continue to try and find it and hold on to it. And then once you have it you know kind of spread it to other people so because that is that is really the only way that we are going to get ahead we all have to kind of get caught up i like the idea of equity over equality because if if it was as simple as equality we're not all, I think, yeah we're, we're not, not all equal, equal. We're not and, equal but, but that doesn't mean that to get there so there's work to be done you know there's definitely work to be done and so, i think that we're we're working on it but we're not there yet so we will we'll keep going i'm so sorry my sassy pants no, no, no. are really listen like, I'm, really I'm, I'm about ready to jump in with you and and <laughs> i'm going to really tick off any of the other members of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints who are listening because i'm going to bring some scripture into this topic you this ready? scandalous oh this hey here we go so i love a good scandal <laughs> mind you you won't find this in the bible um, one of the defining factors of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is that it started with a new book of scripture being added to the canon. We have the Bible. Yes, I've 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 heard tales. I've never read yeah. one. I'm a Jew, so <laughs> they're not a common book in my in my uh, my people's no, household. No. Although, although um, to be clear, we, we kind of share at least a couple of books of the Old Testament. So you know. So there's some overlap. There's some overlap, you know. Okay, I got nothing. Um, but in, in addition there. to the Christian Bible, we've also added the Book of Mormon, and then on top of that, additional books, Doctrine and Covenants, Pearl of Great Price. And in the Pearl of Great Price, there's a very interesting 
where God is talking to Moses, I think, in the, it's called the Book of Moses. We purport to have a book that was lost to time, that was restored, that is a dialogue between God and Moses. And at one point, God says to Moses, where there are any two bodies, one will be greater than the other. In other words, life ain't fair. Somebody's yeah. always going to have the upper hand. But then he follows it up with this. I, God, am greater than them all. Not to say, as God, I am the greatest. No, I am greater than, take everybody you got, add them all together. I am greater than that. And in that perspective, with God, if you believe God is looking over us with love and care and kindness and compassion, every one of us is insignificant, is equally insignificant. So on the one hand, he says, ain't nobody equal, but ain't nobody equal to me. So what you complaining about? Be nice to your fellow men because you all are nothing compared to me and I love you all. I do always like this. I, I always like the stuff, the, the, the scriptures, the stories, that's the sort of thing that is the stuff that is about yeah love love and stuff like that is it always feels like you don't hear that stuff nearly enough um again saying this is somebody not coming from that religious background um yeah. or really yeah. much of any at all but it's it is always a i i, I like I like hearing the nice stories I like it. <laughs> well, and, and mind you, you know the way that the way that it's written, people might not interpret it as that. But it does sound like it has the um the the potential to be interpreted a range, a range of ways, which for sure. But the way I choose to the way I choose to interpret that is, we don't get to feel like we're hot stuff down here. There is somebody who is greater than any of us, and we are all equally insignificant. And he loves us and cares about us. So why can't we show just a little bit of love for each other? Yeah, I like your I like your interpretation. I like your interpretation. It's a good one. Thank you. It's a good one. Oh, that, is, <laughs> that is that is definitely definitely much nicer than I think a lot of people's interpretations would be. Well, uh, you know, and and I do want to bring up one other thing. There are a lot of people in the comments on that video who are like, "Hey, I had one guy calling me a racist because, in his opinion, to see race makes you racist, and shouldn't we all just not see race?" And no. <laughs> and, and my response was my response to my first response to him was i don't think it's particularly racist to look around the room and notice that it's pretty monochromatic and he was like nope that's totally racist and i'm like okay well we ain't living in martin luther king's dream yet no no we're uh, you know? far from it we're far from and it. when when i can make a slip of the tongue that sounds like women can't do technology when what I really mean is you know people who don't have technological confidence regardless of who they are should have accommodations for that but I make a slip of the tongue and say white males are into this stuff those two should not be able to be synonymous and I mean I understand you perfectly fine like yeah. you, you said what you said and it was like this is on not unclear to me. This, yeah, yeah I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. What is the confusion here? 
<laughs> but but the confusion is that they, they thought I was saying that only white men could get into technology. No, that's not what I was saying. But the fact that it's it could be the, interpreted that way, kind of telling. Yeah. You know? I, I do admittedly think that people sometimes like to apply their own mental to statements. To there was a lot of that going on. Yeah. Because, again, I didn't hear you say that at all. I I did not hear like I I I can try and see how other people heard it, and I'm still just kind of like. So let me uh, yeah, yeah, let me do say you you were like oh that was uncomfortable and unpleasant to go through, and it was. But at the same time, I don't mind going through that. I don't mind standing up for other people because who else is gonna, you know. And it takes when someone has to stand up for themselves a bunch too. Like they, like it shouldn't be on, like you know, we, with the Black Lives Matter movement, it shouldn't be on them to change our problems. You know, like we're the ones causing the problem, so it should be on us yeah. to change. You know, like yeah. <laughs> like well, and it's I not had, fair I had the opportunity to, to, um, so I, I'm a very skeptical soul, I guess, and any time that I get a knee jerk reaction to something, I go, wait, why? Why do I feel that way? Uh, so yes. here's yes. here's the thing. And you had said something earlier, and I didn't question it to you, but <laughs> let's question it right now. You're like, if the Nazis are against it, I'm against it. Why? <laughs> it was mostly meant as a joke, but <laughs> sure, sure, but, but as a general, we react that way, thumb, don't we? Yeah, as a general Nazi... rule of thumb, <laughs> if <on>. Nazis <laughs> were Nazis. So bad? Did they never do anything good? No, I I would not make that claim. There was some animal rights stuff going on, some good roads, you know. It, Hitler lowered taxes, cleaned up the roads. He did a lot of good stuff. So why and then do there we? Was some horrific, horrific. Stuff. <laughs> like, yes. Unfathomably horrific. So yeah, when I made that joke, which I think happened before we hit record, um, right. but I think it was uh, I don't even remember how it started. I've but lost it was like, track now. It was like yeah. yeah, but I said if the Nazis are against it, I'm generally against it. I think I said I'm against it. But yeah, I I meant I meant generally. Yeah, if the Nazis yeah. are for it, I'm against it. Oh, did yeah. I say that wrong? Oh my god! Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> so I had um, I had the opportunity to question myself, and I said, why do I get this knee jerk? Why does why does when somebody says Nazi? I go, yes, bad guy. Wait, why? And so I took the opportunity to read a translation of Mein Kampf because I, I honestly wanted to question my own bias on this subject. Now, after reading it, I can say this. First of all, Hitler was a terrible writer. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you give this book to a thousand people and you might be able to find some people who agree with him. But secondly, he made a lot of choices out of fear. He was afraid mm -hmm. that the Jewish people were against him, and so he felt he needed to strike first. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard this echoed recently. I just completely randomly on archive.org ran across a white uh, supremacist manifesto, and they laid out that they are going to, you know, blacks are going to attack us for the atrocities that we've done, so we have to attack them first. <laughs> oh, the irony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when people act out of fear, they make stupid choices. Yeah. Every time. I'll give you I'll give you an example. Uh whenever like I was doing I think it was the the uh Kickstarter for oh yeah, it was after the Kickstarter for printer block. COVID nineteen had started. And I was like, man, people are gonna be suffering and I'm taking their money. 
I should offer people refunds, no questions asked. And there was an immediate fear in me. I was like, I'm going to lose every penny that I need, and I need this money to support my family. And as soon as I felt that fear, I had the, I, I, I've trained myself that when I feel that fear, I go, nope, just do it. Just do it. So I did. I offered everybody who had bought into the Kickstarter at any level a full refund. Keep the models. I'm not going to take those back from you. Please just keep yourself afloat. And if this money is stopping you, I want you to have it. It was scary. I was afraid that I was going to lose everything I'd put out there. I didn't. I had like two people take me up on it. And it was fine. And I had nothing to be afraid of. And it ended up being a very, very good thing. And so, you slept well at night. Imagine if you hadn't done that and you kept yeah. thinking about it for weeks and weeks and being like, oh, is someone suffering? And is, am I contributing to Like you would have felt terrible. And now you don't Absolutely. have to feel terrible because you did the right thing. So it yeah. is almost yeah. like you had faith. <laughs> Hmm. So, <laughs> so, you know, anytime I see somebody reacting out of fear, my initial reaction is you're going to be making a mistake. Don't do that. Um, or at the very least, the, the questioning. The questioning is great. Honestly, interrogate. We should all interrogate ourselves more. We should all get to know ourselves more yeah. because so often we lack a, a, a basic sense of self-awareness about stuff which if you slow down for a second and, and ask why do i think this way and it doesn't even have to be about fear specifically but it can no. be about anything no. question yeah. yourself ask yourself questions ask yourself why you're feeling this thing or thinking this thing and get anything yeah, that is true and right and and good can stand up to a little bit of interrogation yeah mm. yeah and yeah. you might learn something about yourself that you really benefit from yeah. that's yeah no absolutely questioning questioning why why you think something why you're afraid of something and so, looping back around to the topic questioning why there aren't a more diverse audience who are doing technology and making and 3d printing you know mm -hmm. don't be afraid and to like, question it yeah and it's funny because like i i'm i am very grateful that more people are asking the question because the the somewhat ironic thing is that there are people who have answers to that question. Like, I'm sure Billy and I are sat here thinking to ourselves, yeah, I know some reasons why. I know some <laughs> reasons why. You know, we like have some theories we, we, why, but I I'm I'm hesitant to state anything as a definitive fact until it's been tested. Um, sure. For, for as much of a man of faith as I am, I do believe in the scientific method as well. And obviously, we can only ever speak to our own experiences with any kind of definitiveness. But like, right. Right. so often we don't share these things because mm -hmm. we don't necessarily feel able to. We don't feel safe to. We don't feel like it will be listened to or heard. And so well, it, it does damage other prospects. Well, you if, know, if like you ever need a, a little... yeah, if you ever need a platform <laughs> to boost your your you know whatever uh, uh we got our sassy controversial hands. subject you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of going back to the 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 white guys walking into the cia it does take the people at the top asking the questions and starting the conversations that allows the people to start actually going actually the reason for this thing is this thing 
or I've experienced this and these other 10 people have also experienced this thing. And it's, it's the, it takes certain people asking the questions and starting the conversations and providing the space for the other people to bring the answers and bring the information and the experiences that then you start to actually have a more complete picture that you can maybe do something. Speaking to that, after this video blew up and and all of a sudden I found myself embroiled in a race battle. When was this, by the way? Like a month ago. Okay. Relatively recently. Okay. Relatively recently, it's 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 the video on my channel that is you know don't buy a Prusa or Ender three until you watch this video. <laughs> you you went for that good good <laughs> YouTube clickbait SEO yeah. <laughs> and I within I'm like right. the first minute of the video, I apologized for going for the clickbait, but it, this was right before <laughs> Christmas. You got it on YouTube. Actually, so, yeah, so work was, oh, grief. It's February. No, this was a couple months ago then. Because uh, this was right before Christmas, I knew that a lot of grandmas yeah. were buying a lot of 3D printers for a lot of kids who weren't going to use them, and so I was what? like, I gotta get I the want grandma. I'm sorry, I want this grandma. Yeah. I want grandma buying me a 3D printer. And and I was like, I gotta I gotta clickbait this sucker to get it out there, and then I misstepped with the racial statement, and that became the whole point of the comment section. I don't regret it at this point. I'm like, this is this has been good. But after this, you started a conversation, and so after this. I I had the question in my mind, in myself, are we really racist in the 3D printing community? And so I reached out to Jay and I reached out to other members of the 3D printing community that are, you know, representative of other races. I'm I'm always curious of whether we could say people of color. I know that there are words that we can't say. Um, I'm never sure. I feel pretty confident that people of color is a term. It doesn't yeah. always apply. That's actually important. And the thing is, is whenever correct, I say people of color, I'm also including Hispanics, Asians, yeah. no, just that's, all that's, non-white. Yes, that's. I I think that my, is my understanding. Happy to be corrected by somebody. Um, yeah. My understanding of the term people of color is that it, it is very much. It is a very blanket statement. Sort of. Yeah. It is a very blanket um, inclusion sort of thing. And basically, anyone who's not white. Um, yeah. and, and then and the there funny are thing was though. Are more specific, right? Um, towards individual groups because obviously not everyone under that umbrella has. <laughs> so, but in this case, and I think case, in the video I used a term. Yeah, I think in the video I used the term "people of color," and people were like, "Why well, are you saying black people can't?" I'm saying, I said color. I didn't say black, you know. <laughs> but I I reached out to Jay and I reached out to a couple other people and I had nice long conversations and I asked them. Do you feel that this community is racist and what can we do about it? And their response to me was actually, no, this community is so open and so kind and so willing to accept people who are not like them that they haven't felt at all discriminated against or even made a little bit uncomfortable for being in there. And I felt really good because I was ready after that video, after the comments on that video, I was ready to run up the flag, declare war, and just sink my whole channel to bring equality. And <laughs> and I, I was basically asking them, how do I go about this? And their response was, yeah, you kind of don't need to. You guys are pretty good people. Which, at that point, I think, 
takes the pressure off of this community and puts it more on economics, I'm afraid. There's a reason why in a neighborhood of predominantly colored people, whatever color that may be, that a child is more likely to be given an opportunity to learn basketball than electronics. Yeah, there's there's systemic, there's massively systemic issues. Massively systemic issues at yeah. play. And we're just seeing the symptom of those in our community. We're we're looking at the trickle down. And and that's why you gotta question it. And you gotta question it and you gotta question it and you gotta question it. And and so I like I said, I was ready to call out the, the 3D printing community and the making community as being a bunch of racist idiots. And when I but before I did that, I went and talked to the people who would be having that experience and they said, No, 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 no. It's not you guys. And so I mean, if it's not us, who is it? Where is it? Uh, it's definitely there, but it's if definitely it's not there. so bad here, then then that is something. <laughs> I, I, I'm, su I'm surprised and pleased and definitely a little relieved and perhaps still a little skeptical, <laughs> but also hopeful, I guess. Yeah. Looks like Billy's got some like ponderances about this subject. I have been pondering. I have been pondering um, because I've always loved science I've, my whole life. And, yeah. and I didn't pursue it as a, as a tertiary education until relatively recently. And, and I went into very traditionally female roles. When I left school, I, I worked in costume making, which was sewing. And then I worked in fashion. Then I worked in admin. And then I worked in learning and creating learning. And, um, and I, I, I've done a lot of reflecting over the years as to why that is, because science was such a huge part of my childhood. And, and why didn't I choose it? Why didn't I pursue it? And it's been a question for a long time. Why did I end up in these quite female dominated roles when I had an upbringing that was my parents did the best they could to make sure it was very egalitarian and, 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 um, is that the word? Anyway, they, they, they raised me almost genderless for the most of my childhood. You know, I had pretty gender neutral toys and colors and they were, I, I hated Barbie as a child. I just didn't like it at all. And you can tell I'm quite girly now. So that's changed somewhere along the way. And, and I was reflecting upon why that was. Um, there's, there's a lot of pink in your, like the, there is. The average the pixels There's a hue of pink. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of surprising because I definitely hated pink when I was a child. I think mine is um, mostly beige. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely I have a, a color scheme. Yeah, yeah I rainbow. Think, I think yours would just all I go love yours. brown it's in the, the end. Fabulous. It's too many conflicting <laughs> on both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> And I, I, I've done a lot of reflecting as to why that was. And, um, and like everyone always said, you know, women can do anything men can do. And I was always told all these things when I was a child and, and but consciously there was clearly believed them. Force. But there's like a, yeah, there's something, there, there's clearly was something subconscious in there because there's such traditionally female roles that I went into. Like, like really, you, if you were lifting them off the top of the head, the only one I didn't knock out was nurse, probably, you know, of mm. the like top five, you know, yeah, <laughs> caretaker. Yeah, sort of and I, I've always been fascinated with biology and 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 medicine and all that. And why didn't I do it? And and the conclusion I came to a little while ago was I honestly hadn't seen anyone who was like me do those things. So I couldn't properly believe that it was possible, even though people told me it was possible. Our pattern recognition brain and my pattern recognition brain 
didn't right. fully deep down believe it until I'd done a lot of questioning and I got to my near thirties and then went, Oh yeah, this is actually who I am and what I want to do with my life. Um, yeah. Representation yeah, I, is very important. Very yeah, important. So Which is why it's exciting way, to like, see. You can do this. You can do this. I hadn't believed it. I hadn't. And well, which is why it's exciting to see Jay on the cover of Make Magazine this this month. We need to, you know, it was exciting to see uh, Naomi on the cover of Make Magazine. We need to see more women. We need more representation. And I think Make Magazine is a fantastic resource because they do feature a lot of women. Uh, Jay, this, you know, he, he went through the back archives and he realized that he was the first black individual. Yeah, I was like, ooh, that's ooh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and again, I don't think it's intentional. But we definitely need to see what we can do about it. And so to the people on the comments on my video who are like, are we are we fighting for affirmative action? I mean, if that's what it takes. I mean, again, I remember. Equity. Equity. Yeah, I remember yeah. reading this. Um, I'm oh, not reading. I was watching this lecture from a guy from Boston Consulting Group, and he was talking about how he had they had implemented um, affirmative action into their organization where they would have to hire like certain percentages of people right and and people were up in arms about it which happens every time and he said Naturally. when the split uh, it was for women in their particular organization that's what they were starting with when the split is 60 women 40 percent men then we can have a talk like then <laughs> then yeah. you can complain and i was like interesting take interesting yeah. take <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah when it becomes, yeah like, skewed in the wrong in the other the wrong the other direction then yeah then then maybe we can reassess this but and having, <laughs> and having studied like video games which also has very low percentages of women and knowing that the women in that degree because i did chemistry and video games side by side knowing that the women in that degree had um they were in the top percentage like the whole all the like all the top places of gpa were held by women for about 10% maybe even and then a couple more women scattered throughout knowing that they were excelling in that and then knowing that that didn't translate to the industry there's something happening because the skill is yeah. there the skill is there mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like there's something else going on it's not like there aren't people interested and and, well, and it might be as simple as what you say <laughs> that that as a young child they never had anybody to look at and go "Ooh, that could be me because it looked mm -hmm. like them and not that's, just women that's too, always, like in science. always one part of the problem. For sure. Yeah. And like in science, it's not just having women too, but having diverse women. Because like there are right. there are women in science, but they're all like prim and proper, and I'm a serious scientist. And, and I'm not a serious person. Yeah, and well, I like are, being are pretty and girly uh, and a bit sexy. You Raven know, the like, science and, maven? On, yeah, on Raven. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Raven is just yeah. so she introduced me to the term ratchet. <laughs> i so good. i think more than anything i appreciate her being unapologetically herself and unapologetically black like not not you know code switching for but the sake also, of everyone else when it comes to just who she is but also the yeah. fact that she's brilliant she's a brilliant scientist and these things can exist together in the same way that a Chinese woman with an incredibly, you know, provocative body can also be incredibly brilliant with technology and science. And these things can exist at the same time in the same person. 
They're yeah. not incongruent. Yes. People just and think they are. <laughs> now, the, the other side of the, the conversation that we need to address, though, is that the reason why there's pushback, the reason why when I when I make a video suggesting that we need more diversity in 3D printing, that so many people are like, what's wrong with you? Is because there is a fear that the people who are already there will lose something. Yeah, they'll, that they'll isn't necessarily... I'll have something taken from them. And the answer is, yeah, you might be. Some Deal of them more than others. Some of them, Some more, of them than more than others. If you got the skills, you don't have a problem. If you're only getting in there on your privilege, you don't deserve it. And, and if you know, if you're a decent person, then you'll probably be fine. But also, yeah. if you're not, you might not be. Also, yeah. Consequences for for. I know. I know. This is revolutionary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, admittedly, I, I I feel like I feel like this is the the the, the topic in the conversation today has, has not gone in the way it usually does, but I think it's been. Well, that's what happens when you get a Mormon really in the good. chat. No it's kidding. <laughs> I I I different to previous Mormon experiences. This is no. This is this has been fantastic. And, I say and, that and the perspective you brought has been really not for interesting. The reason people might think. Anyway, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, to to be one hundred percent fair, I'm I'm okay. So I'm not conservative. Many people who are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints are, but I'm definitely also got not the impression. liberal. Yeah, definitely. But I'm also not liberal. Um, when I lived in Colorado, which was largely liberal, especially where I was living, everybody was like, you conservative Mormon. And then I move out here to Utah, where everybody's conservative, and everybody's like, what are you, a friggin' liberal? And I'm, and I realized that what I am is a moderate, and I have taken that. I I am now an aggressive moderate. <laughs> I'm at the point where I don't trust either side. I don't even trust myself. I make sure to question <laughs> everything. Uh, skepticism. You're a skeptic. You're a yeah. skeptic. Yeah, yeah. A aggressive moderate, and, and 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 that doesn't mean that I feel that the truth is in the middle. That means that I feel like the truth is probably a little bit of the left, a little bit of the right. Both sides really, have strong arguments. It's funny because I was whenever whenever I hear somebody say, "I'm not this, I'm not that, I'm this," um, when I've been talking to them for the past hour or so, I'm always very curious to kind of be like, "Okay, so how do you how do you define those things?" You 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 know, you said I'm not a liberal. Mm -hmm. um, which you may not be you may like like it's a it's a broad word it's a broad yeah. word yeah. um but i also would have probably said you were by my definition just based on talking to you so that sure. makes me then curious how you because yeah no it's it's again like you said question everything so i'm kind of yeah. like huh I, interesting interesting I, I haven't yet decided you know i haven't taken time off for my 3d <laughs> printing to write the moderate manifesto yet <laughs> <laughs> but it's stupid it might not go well i don't know <laughs> um <laughs> okay let me mm. don't die yeah no i don't I, I got a little cough in my throat and i forgot to bring some water let, let me let me just say i'm not going to answer that with any specific examples 
no and camera. honestly you don't have you don't have to you don't have to but, but i was just I thinking yeah, yeah, yeah i i if if we started bringing up topics that you might at this point assume that i agree with you might be surprised to have me go well uh, hold on one second on that one we might have to roll it back a little bit and i'm not again i'm not going to bring up any specific examples but i do have some in my head that we'll turn uh, off the I camera first yeah we'll turn <laughs> off the camera when we get to that discussion and so that the way that i define uh being a moderate is that i can't agree with everything that i hear the liberals say and i can't agree with everything that I hear the, the conservatives say, but I can agree with some of them and I can see the strength in both of their arguments. I don't think that the correct answer is neither. I think the correct answer is a little from column A. And a so you're not an anarchist. <laughs> you're not an anarchist. Just to be clear. Not anymore. Um, uh, an anarchist Okay, we need Mormon like five like more hours. To, yeah, yeah, that was me too. I just went anarchist moment. We need like yeah. so much more time right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I yeah, also feel yeah. Like there's historical. We haven't talked enough about you and what you're doing, so I was going to ask what's upcoming in your world, so that we can yeah. do a little bit of a. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm doing another Kickstarter. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do another Kickstarter. It's gonna be more printed blocks. They're gonna look like animals. Fantastic. Check done. Hell yeah! Awesome. <laughs> look forward to that. We will put links in the description. <laughs> yeah. Oh my and, god. And people can find you on Twitter. We've already talked about that and YouTube, which we've already talked professor. about. Is there anywhere else you'd like to hang out? Clearly, uh, you are an excellent conversationalist and you have very good and interesting things to say. So well, people should cl- very much subscribe and watch your videos but and I'm follow you. I'm a terrible you. uh uh what's what's You're a I'm rabble a rouser. self-promotional cuz I did we didn't talk about anything that yeah, no, that's terrible. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, no, you're you're a you're a massive rabble rouser. So so yeah, people should sure. definitely watch. They should definitely follow. They should definitely, especially since we didn't talk about you hardly at all. Uh, so, sorry, <laughs> so we're the worst. No, no, we hardly let. It was basically me and Faye here, and you're just sitting there making faces in the corner of the whole thing. Like, I'm just I'm laughing. Like I try and I try and I try and listen. I, I'm I'm trying. Yes, I've always struggled because I always try and jump in as soon as I have a thought. But I'm trying to listen well, more. It's the thing. And, I'm and trying Faye to and do I both have very strong personalities. I think. I mean, both. You know. I blame the sad man. Definitely. I definitely I blame have one. It's it's hiding here. Um, yeah. I, I definitely have very strong personality. Just surrounded <laughs> by flowers. <laughs> It's a beautiful personality. You have a Not beautiful personality. Not incongruent. You can be surrounded by pink and flowers and be a strong So, just, I don't well, know where uh, that what, came from, but you, you, it's getting late you, here, so I'm getting a little slap happy. <laughs> <laughs> Start busting out the songs. So, or do we need to wrap this up, or, or can I bring up a tweet that, that you it. responded to this morning? Cause yeah, go for that, it. What did I respond tweet, to? So... Uh, Matt, no, we don't have time what for that. We don't have time for this. You know what? We'll have what to do in the future. Day. No, come on. What did I say? What did I say? You, <laughs> I don't know if you saw my reply to the tweet that somebody had made a comment about you not being a supermodel, but being more just as beautiful as them. Oh, oh the negging. I think the they negging. said, yeah, the negging. they're not a supermodel, but I'm just as sexy as them. And I was like, ah, oh, are we doing and a what are you, compliment thing? What are you Is saying? Is this a then? negging yeah. thing? And then uh, it could just be someone being socially awkward. Totally. Totally. Possible. Walks and quacks Possible. like a duck. Potentially a duck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so here's the- here's the thing. Um I I sus- okay, it's possible that he was being I can't 
speak for his intention, but I always like to consider the possibility that makes other people not be the jerk. For sure. And I generally and, do. I, again, like that's just, been just being socially awkward. Of crappy social things. Awkwardness it's not just and social so awkwardness. Just had to have a sassy pant moment because it's been a week of crappy things. That have happened. It's Sassy Pants Week, and I, I haven't really spoken about it publicly yet, and I, I'm not, I'm still debating whether I will or won't. But I got some sassy pants on, and I'm yeah, just like, yeah. and it, you yeah, know, calling it negging. Man. I'm not saying the person's an asshole or anything. I'm just saying they're using a flawed tactic for picking up women. It's <laughs> yeah, backhanded compliments are not they're nice. No when, whether they're intentional or accidental, and also calling me sexy on YouTube kind of irrelevant. Do it on Pornhub. Come on. <laughs> You know, here I'm There's trying to time to place, stuff. and time it's over place. here, <laughs> <laughs> right there. It's just over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. go on, yeah. say 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 what you want to no, say. You know, do do been, say well, it because we've been I'm at happy the, this. Is, this is also a bigger conversation that I want to have, and so if anybody has any thoughts or resources on it, but it's it's not just about they're they're socially awkward, and and that's a thing. But I also think that there's there's something it's like emotional blindness. Okay. Uh, relate this to something that people can understand. If if somebody is colorblind, okay, they look yeah. at the world differently than everybody else does. They can't tell that the light turned green. They just know that the top light is on, right? So mm -hmm. they can't yeah. see the world the way everybody else does, and they've learned to work around it. But what happens if nobody had ever known about colorblindness? What if they couldn't tell that they were colorblind and they just lived their entire life and just didn't quite understand what people were talking about when they were talking about the difference between these things. This is I, I think something might... I can talk to. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think we, we I... might both understand this a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I... So I, I used to have very little emotional understanding to the point where I thought I didn't have feelings. Um, and it turns out I have a lot of feelings, which probably is quite evident to anyone who is good at reading feelings and, and has seen me before because I have a lot of them. Um, and I was very, very bad at recognizing feelings, very, very bad at understanding social situations and why people would behave in the way they would. I was bullied throughout throughout school and and it was because I was a weirdo, you know? Yeah. But I couldn't yeah. see that I was a weirdo and I couldn't understand what I was doing wrong and no one ever told me. No yeah. one ever told me and that was really frustrating. And no one will ever hear. tell you because... Because okay, no people will recognize color blindness. conversation. Yeah, and it even is. just being like, you know, like it's a really, it's a journey. And I, I, I didn't really start coming good until I saw a psychologist and he taught me how to examine myself, basically, and work out what, yeah. what was going on there. Um, and, and yeah, but uh, yeah. And okay, so, so there is a very interesting <laughs> parallel here. Uh, in The Wizard of Oz, not the movie, the book. There is a there is a character named Nick Chopper. We know him as the Tin Woodsman. Mm, mm, so mm. yeah, the whole backstory behind the Tin Woodsman was explained in the book. And in the book, he had his heart removed. He didn't have a heart. But the way that he reacted that to that in the book was to be consciously aware of the fact that he needed to be kinder to other people. So he wouldn't even step on bugs because he knew that that was a mean thing to do. He didn't do it because he had a heart. He did it because it was a conscious decision on his part. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. even emotionally blind people, and, and mind you, the emotional blindness spectrum, I think that we have a word for it, but it's got a bad, bad stigma attached to it. It's called the autism spectrum. 
these people don't have the mirror nerve. And mind you, it's a spectrum. You might be just a little bit or you might be severe, but these people just don't see the same things emotionally that we do. They don't react to the world in the same way. And guess what? I'm on that spectrum maybe a little bit more than you might know because I've learned to work around it. Like Nick Chopper, I've learned what not to do in certain situations, but I will still stick my foot in it from time to time. And it's chances are that that particular commenter just stuck his foot in it. And entirely possible. On the one hand, people need to have more tolerance for people like that and say, listen, they're probably just a weirdo. And on the other hand, the weirdos need to recognize, ooh, people are acting like I did something bad. I don't know what I did. I don't know why it was bad. I need to apologize. It's like a colorblind person recognizing that the top light means go. You have to recognize that you need to do those things that you need to do, even if you don't understand why. When I was... On the beginning of my understanding, I totally agree with you, hundred percent. I do. Yes. Sorry, I want to say that. And eventually, they on. became. I'm building upon. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, when I was beginning this journey You're of, of self understanding, and yeah, <laughs> when I was beginning this journey of self understanding, I, I started to bring other people along that journey with me. You know, like I started to explain to them why people were reacting in this way and why oh i have broken relationships because i got excited about this understanding and i was like oh you're like this too and people don't want to hear that (laughs) i i i I did okay i think i have the advantage of being a cute girl so um people just kind of give me a bit more freedom cute girl privilege you know you know (laughs) it is a bit like it is a bit people will forgive me more for for misstepping i do i do think that And, and and anyway i started to try and bring people along on this journey and in the end I just found it so taxing. It takes so much energy to take someone on that journey. And, and at the end of the day, it's actually not my journey. It's their journey. And it is something that they have to decide themselves to go on, which is why I spend less time trying to help people along than I used to. And now I kind of just laugh it off which is what that Twitter thing was, this, which is me going lol. I mean, I, I just pointed it out funny. it was negging and me going lol. I didn't say that person's terrible. I didn't no. say, I just went, is this person trying to neg me? Lol. It's Remember 2010? Like, like that was the whole thing. And it was just like- Continuing. It's like if that person wants to work out what they were doing wrong, they can Google negging and they can work it out. But I'm not going to sit there and explain it to them anymore because it just- But I feel not, like this is a topic- my journey that... and, it, and it, it takes too much from me. Uh, not your selfish. circus not your monkeys it's selfish it's a selfish self-preservation yeah. thing no yeah not your circus <laughs> not your monkeys it is it is a, it's a topic, though, that French I, phrase. I have wanted to make a video about to raise awareness of because i think that there are something about making and technology attracts people who don't have who who have an emotional blindness because this sort of thing makes sense and i and i want to make a video about this topic to tell people on both sides if you're in this camp you need to learn the things you need to do to get along with people and if you're not in this camp please be tolerant for those people who you think are normal and then they do or say something that you go what the heck is wrong with them? what the heck is wrong with them is they're not normal just relax it's okay they're not broken they're not bad but boy this is a hard i've been writing that video yeah. for like two years yeah, no, yeah. it is It is a tough one. And I actually uh, am inclined to agree with, agree with you very strongly on the idea that 
that nerds and makers are overwhelmingly neurodivergent. And, and I do like that term because uh, what you're kind of talking about is say emotional blindness, obviously kind of referring tangentially to the autism spectrum is a large section of neurodivergence, but there's obviously there's neurodivergence that is different. Obviously ADHD yes. while comorbid with autism is yeah. not necessarily the same. And it does have, take up a slightly different section. And there are other things, too. So neurodivergence is a whole sort of bubble that contains a lot of stuff in it. And what you're talking about is, is definitely a part of it. Um, but there's other stuff, too. And, and I, I definitely bet that more of us have some flavor of neurodivergence than not. And, and the thing is, is that because it isn't as simple as you have a thing or you don't have a thing, because there are different flavors and different styles and they types and there's overlap. And, yeah. And yeah. And it is, it is honestly a lot more complicated than you are emotionally blind or you're not. Um, right. It does I, make I, it a lot harder to, to kind of figure out oh, how do we accommodate better for this? How do we, how do we deal with this better? But I would definitely say that it is still an incredibly important conversation and one worth having if you ever get around to finishing that script. Well, if you got any idea for it, and if anybody else who actually made, and anybody who makes it to this part in the video, you are a just, <laughs> what ah, champion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Didn't do this. If you, if you do that this, video, please. I'd be really happy to talk about my journey from being really socially and emotionally inept. I would call myself inept to where I am now, which I think is a lot better than I was. Um, I'd be very happy to talk on to like share experiences. Socially like adept, even adept, maybe <laughs> competent. <laughs> I, I don't know about yeah, adept, I, but competent. I use emotional blindness <laughs> to describe it because it goes nicely to color blindness. I I also have yeah yeah it's a, a metaphorical comparison. I think it's right. something you can learn though. Whereas color blindness, I mean, you can get glasses, but I do definitely yeah. think emotional blindness is something you can learn to get around. As, not, I mean, sure you talked you about well, you talked about consciously being kind. And I, I, tr I, I'm consciously kind. I, I definitely, mm -hmm. it's a choice for me and I don't always get there. And probably that Twitter post, not kind. Um, and eh. you know, but I, I get, I get the, <laughs> eh. I get the choice thing. Um, and, and I, I, what, I don't know if you, if, if I was to, hmm, if I was to go back to my old Reddit, there's a lot of angry, argumentative. Yeah not caring about people's opinion feelings well, at all as i, I debate with tired them. or stressed or frustrated yeah that that that, that is know, a big factor big second factor yeah yeah but the other thing about me is i'm bitter blind and this is hmm. some, like i can't taste the i can't taste bitter it's weird oh you're you're you're, you're just full you're of sweetness <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable or I'm real wow, salty. Wow, things must look really different. They must taste really different to you. Oh, yeah. No, I'm learning all the time things that, like, nobody told me that chocolate was bitter until I was an adult. I just thought that bittersweet chocolate was just really bland. Oh. oh. Wow. Yeah, so, so and, and that's the thing. I went through a majority of my life not understanding why I didn't taste things the way other people did. And because nobody knew that this was a thing, and because nobody could tell me about this stuff, 
I was at a loss for a long time. And a lot of these people who are still emotionally blind in some way, they figure it out later in life. And people go, what's wrong with you that you don't know this already? You're 30 years old. You should understand this. Nobody told me before. Yep. I remember finding out, because I don't see in pictures in my brain, and I remember finding out that people weren't being metaphorical when they say picture this, and people actually get pictures in their brain, and I was like... wrong with you? No, I'm kidding, but... What? Like, it blew my mind. I'm like, you get pictures? That's crazy! (laughs) Um, So yeah, I I can sympathize at least in some part with that. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, and and conversely, I didn't realize that there were people who didn't, because I'm one of the picture people. I'm yep. in fact one of the vi- the vivid picture people. So yeah, I like I didn't. So yeah, the the fact that people don't read books and watch them as movies in their head was like what? I thought everyone did that. Yeah, what are you talking about that's that's oh, that's sad actually. Now that you mentioned that, man, what what? No wonder people don't like Watership Down because boy, if you can picture it, it's amazing. <laughs> I couldn't get through Lord of the Rings. I couldn't do it. Oh. It made me. I threw that book across the room. I could not get through it. Twin Towers, I think, is when I gave up. Yeah. But I'll bet the movie amazing. Movies, movies amazing. Movies are great. Movies They're amazing. Great. They're great. Which actually Many feels reasons. like a really nice positive note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Faye has to go to sleep. Yeah, oh, yeah no, I'm, fa- well. I'm starting to fade. I'm starting oh, to fade. Yeah, I'm, no, very, I can, I'm very old. I can't stay up late. Time for you. Good night. Hello, Joe. Pumpkin yes. Yes, you know pumpkin time. time. Oh, I love yeah, it. It's like Cinderella turns into a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes, this was the thing that I was taught as a child was 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 that yeah, pumpkin time is bedtime. So, uh, or rather, is when you become tired to continue to stay up because right. you're going to turn into a pumpkin. So, yes, <laughs> no, it absolutely it is my pumpkin time. But thank you so much, Joe. I I I would apologize for the the seeming un, unorthodox direction of our conversation. But you but were absolutely my in it. Fault. You were in it. So, like, I don't think I have anything to apologize for. This was spectacular. This was exactly what I needed. And hopefully uh, some other people watching or listening to this will uh, will walk away from this feeling the same. Yeah, and, and that said... No regrets. No regrets. If, if people did not know who I was and watched this video and really enjoyed the person who I was, I can offer you none of this on my channel. So... <laughs> So you can bother subscribing. It's it's not. There's Subscribe no point. to find now. out who he really is. <laughs> yeah. For now, I, um, the new channel is coming. Yeah, that's right. It's it's the 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 uh, aggressive moderate channel. <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it. You will it is you will wonderful. leave YouTube with that. <laughs> well, oh, but, I, yes. I'm thank very you. glad that we got to have you here. So I'm. It's a I pleasure. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, really appreciate it and um, yes we will see you on the internet (laughs) and good night good morning Billy thank you have a great afternoon bye I am loving making this series and if you are too please support me on Patreon so I can keep making more top supporters will appear in this list of legends (laughs) you can meet another maker here and here's a video YouTube thinks you'll like If you want to catch up with any of us, all our socials are in the description below. See you later. Okay. (laughs) Professionals. So professional.